0: Podcast Network Asia. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, aka Austin Creed. I said give me a hell yeah. Hey, this is Zeta Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not Sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks. Hey everyone, this is Jeff Cobb. I'm Lewis Howley. I'm Sam spoker We are Pretty Deadly. Yes, yes. Hello, my name is In The Dragonov, the star, the NXT UK
1: Champion, and you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You are now listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Romarin and Chino Liao this week on a Picks of the Week episode on a Monday, as always, and you'll hear this on a Tuesday. Yon, how's your weekend, Chino? Good, good. Uh finally got around to seeing uh,
0: that John Wick Four, so oh. not bad, not bad. Sold out show then, so thank you so to the support on comedy scene over the weekend, man. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. How was that show? Good, good. Uh, we pack it out f- uh, two five shows in two days, so all sold out. So not too bad for nice, uh, the nice. comedy scene so yeah. far.
1: Uh, yeah. ta- how, so, how was your weekend? Uh, you know, I was just I just relaxed. That's it. Uh, yeah, it's right. been you know day job means long week, so uh, I just took the time to relax. yeah uh, So let's get on with it. Picks of the week, as always, we pick the best thing we've seen. Over the past week, it has to be wrestling-related. Um, uh, this is still a wrestling podcast after all, but it doesn't have to be a match. It could be a segment, could be a promo, could be a TV show, could be something posted on social media, like one of our picks this week. But before we get into all that, Chino, let's tell the people, our podcast, what they can avail when they sign up for a Patreon program. Right. So we here at
0: the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast have a little Patreon uh program that allows us to help you guys with all your wrestling needs. So during the week buildup to WrestleMania, which is happening this weekend, we are going to have ourselves a little wrestling WrestleMania merch passably. Yes. So all your merch needs from WWE shop from uh shop aew. From pro wrestling tees and wherever you else you get your wrestling needs from, your wrestling shirts, toys, belts, what have you, we can actually help you out with a little shipping. has a good shipping, big time. Also, you get weekly reviews. Care the three of us: Ro does his NXT and RAW reviews. si Rowan covers MWF. She si staff covers NXT. Yeah.
1: No, right, cover and myself.
0: I pala also covers NXT, See that I'll cover FPW once they come right. out with their weekly shows. Yep. So each of us has an exclusive Patreon review for all the weekly shows you see on, uh, on WWE, AEW TV. All of that and more you can access. Also, we have a Discord channel. If that wasn't enough, you can talk to fellow wrestling fans, ourselves even from time to time about everything and everything. Everything and anything, rather under the sun. So all that and more you can access for the low, low price of five U.S. dollars. It's about fifty-five. Oh, sorry, it's about what?
1: Fifty-five? Yeah, yeah. 55, I think it's around
0: that yeah, time. So, so mga times fifty-five. go guoan on math, but it's around that price, you can access that on Patreon.com/slash Wrestling Wrestling
1: Podcast. Again, Patreon. I have to make a quick correction there. So, what you said about the Pasabais, it's only WWE shop because uh, WrestleMania week. So, that means may sale. And then we also have an exclusive discount voucher for our next Pasabais. Yon, so, we're, we're, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so uh, it's only WWE yeah. shop. Again, a good You shipping guaranteed. That's right. And speaking of WrestleMania, I and I been before Nichino. We have a WrestleMania watch party. It's happening at Skinny Mike's BGC, the sports bar, where we did our previous watch parties pre-pandemic. April 2 and April 3, that's Sunday and Monday, Manila time. The gates open at 7, the doors open at 7, while the show starts at 8 a.m. It probably won't you know, last beyond 12 p.m. because it's been split into two nights. So that means uh, the shows are definitely shorter since the pandemic. But you can join, you can get your ticket for as low as 400 pesos per one day. Uh, you can choose which day. And 750 pesos for a two-day pass for both days. All you got to do is go to snack.ph slash geektalkph. S-N-A-C-K dot P-H slash G-E-E-K-T-A-L-K-P-H. Again, you just go there, pick whatever day you want, pick both days if you can, and we'll see you there at the show. And you can also walk in, but the prices will be a little bit more expensive if you don't buy them during our early bird promo period. So, uh, it's going to be a fun show. We're going to have the old uh, viewing party atmosphere again. If you saw the video that I posted on TikTok, you can see what kind of uh, reactions and feels we can feel when something big happens, especially when Cody uh, inevitably wins the big championship or when Sammy and KO win the tag team championship. So we'll see you there and uh, you know, we'll have some fun. Right. Also, we're giving uh, away yeah. a lot of merch. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're giving yeah. away
0: some, um, some yeah, prizes, right. care of our friends.
1: Yeah, well. p- uh, on Facebook, we're giving away Funko Pops, action figures, Disney DC plus goodie bags, maybe some WWE shirts, compinada So please come if not for the for the show itself, for not for the atmosphere itself. Also for those really, really cool prizes. From our sponsors, snack.ph and Disney Plus Philippines as well. Yon, anything no. else that I missed? Yon, you lang. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All <laughs> yeah, no, right. We are
0: very packed uh, viewing party, okay? yes. so guys,
1: drop by, man. And we'll be there as well, so you can say hi to us. You can talk wrestling uh, with us. Shempre maraming You can get our reactions there in person, diba? Right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get on with it with the picks of the week. Let's start with outside of WWE because outside one pick, the rest of us will be picking WWE stuff. Let's start with Rowan Ash's pick. He picks this main event from last week's MWF Kasai and Action of TV episode. It is Brother Jomar Dewanek versus Sunny Z, the returning Sunny Z from Canada, now based in Thailand. I was there, sempre. I was calling the match. Uh, let's go into Rowan's uh, explanation for why he picked this. He said that Jomar Liwanag's run as the new leader of the Bahay ng Liwanag and becoming the set-up Thailand undisputed 24-7 champion is, in his opinion, the best run of Jomar Liwanag already. But now, it's even better because he's now be he's now able to face international wrestlers again with his Danghari Invitational. If it isn't obvious already, Danghari is the Tagalog translation of The King's Road. Uh, (laughs) I think it's a a direct reference to the King's Road style. Uh, The whole taping taping of MWF that time showed us talents, showed Rowan talents that he hasn't seen or heard before. And MWF, in his opinion, introduced them well. Uh, He says that Sonny Z was really fantastic in the ring. He did really good moves that uh, I think, or he thinks, were the best he's seen so far. He also likes the story within the match so that Sunny Z wasn't quite familiar with Manila rules. Um, to be fair, not a lot of people are also super familiar with Manila rules. And he had to learn it on the fly. And Jomar would take it, would capitalize on this uh lack of knowledge by bragging how well versed he is with Manila rules and how they, you know, people do things in MWF. And then outside of the match, there were also the Bahina Midiwana Glackeys. Aaron Lewanek also did great in his acting. He's great with his facial expressions, his acting, his uh, his mannerisms, his performance. Even if he thinks that it was kind of OA, it really was good because yeah, he's a theater kid. I can tell you as much. It, he also cites that because Aaron Lewanek's face is covered in paint, he would uh, the people wouldn't quite understand his facial expressions if he didn't exaggerate things. And then after the match, William Elvin, uh, one official from the MWF, revealed that Brother Joe Marziwanag, uh, Brother Joe Marziwanag's next opponent on MWF Republica in April 30, on April 30, will be none other than the Japanese Buzzsaw Tajiri. And wow. uh, yeah, it's a big match. Uh, so Rowan just really likes the main event. And it it also helps that it's free on YouTube. If uh, If you have 20 minutes to spare, you can just check this out and you know, see what kind of action MWF has. Uh Chino,
0: did you see this match already? Yeah, I caught it just before we hit record here. Uh just have a few few questions though regarding as somebody who hasn't seen MWF in quite some time. There were little story things that I missed out on. Like yeah. first of all, drummer Lewanak being the leader, uh Numbayan Lewanak, because last I saw him, he was like the brother yeah, of, uh, of the real Liwanag. I forget his name. See. But that, that, Mo- Moises Liwanag, there we go, right? So now he's the leader and now he has this LIJ thing going on with uh, Aaron lewanag And I didn't catch the master wrestler's uh, name See, but, Brother Benny
1: Brother See Benny, Benny okay. yeah
0: Alright, so there you go, right? And then that's cool, because their presentation is a lot different now It looks a lot cleaner Mm-hmm. Uh, even the tights that Jomar had on we were a lot cleaner, a lot more professional looking. So I like that because it up, it ups the production value. I do have a question with regards to this match being contested under Manila rules. Because usually when you have a match contested under a special stipulation, it necessitates, it's because the story necessitates it. It's because there's a title at stake, or because this other guy wants to do a grudge match, or you know, it reminds me a lot of the NXT Heritage Cup rules. Uh, so in that case, I was already a little bit uh, confused as to why this match, which was supposed to be an exhibition, was held
1: under uh, such rules. Maybe no, bro, you can shed a little. Yeah, bit yeah, I can actually shed some light. For those who haven't seen MWF in quite some time. Ginawa na lang default yung Manila rules. This current iteration of Manila rules. Um, it's a stylistic choice pretty much um, done to distinguish themselves in the Philippines. I'm not going to say anything more than that, but that is what it is. Oh, so lahat ng matches Manila, uh, Manila rules? Um, for this particular taping, you, you know that there's a Chili Willy tournament, right? So those right, matches yeah. are not in Manila rules. Um, tag team matches are also not in Manila rules. Um, right. If there's also a special match, like a no DQ match, that's also not Manila rules. But wow, the right. default single stipulation is Manila right. rules. That's all their right. choice, yeah. Okay, so uh, yeah, now that you said that, it sounds
0: very arbitrary. But then, yeah. I mean, if you want tw- to, it's a, it's a different spin on things, you know. It, 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 I, I feel like they need to hash it out a little bit more, though. To make it clear, what is it? Is it Manila rules? But other than that, I really, enjoyed, I really enjoyed the stipulation. Again, it reminded me a lot of the Heritage Cup uh, rules uh,
1: during the NXT UK days. So I really enjoyed that aspect. Yeah, uh, it's good that you enjoyed it because uh, many other fans might be reserved about it. Like, simply, uh, it's not the kind of uh, wrestling that you're used to because, uh, you know, any other, literally every other wrestling we watch is uh, regular one-on-one rules, So... I'm glad that you kind of enjoy that as part of MWF, Right. Yeah. Um, I, I can't say anything much about this because I was a part of it. So I will recuse myself from commenting any further. But it is nice to see um, international talent again. I always like it when international talent come over and wrestle for us, no matter what promotion, really, because they have so much to impart. So that's all I can pretty much say about that. And I hope that we can get more in the future. All right, uh, let's move on to our WWE picks. Let's start with Emil ASH's pick. Actually, this one is from social media. I say uh, Mustafa oh, Ali. Yeah, on Instagram, on Twitter. I saw it on Twitter. Uh, Mustafa Ali um, celebrated the anniversary, I believe, no non retribution or the disbanding of retribution, either one of those. I think, I think it was
0: the disbandment of retribution. Yeah,
1: I think, uh, besides, it had to do with retribution. So what he did was he spoofed Huba Stank's major hit, The Reason. <laughs> uh he changed the lyrics to lyrics that talked about retribution and took shots at Slapjack. Uh he, he used barmed. the names, right? Yeah, yeah. In,
0: in, in place of some words in the lyrics. So yeah, it, it yeah. So Lateon, yeah. he
1: took a shot at everything at the at the gimmick itself, because it was everyone knows it was a stupid gimmick by the time uh they uh they had names. <laughs> So Emil picks this because uh, he thinks Hoobastank is awesome and The Reason is one of his favorite (laughs) songs for the 2000s. Um, So he thinks that Ali Ali using it was a big W. Uh, It also fits Ali's new toxic positivity gimmick that he started a few months back. Very on brand Brandal. It reminded him of the Weird Al and Michael V promo. uh, Parodies from, you know, Bubble Gang. Weird Al's uh, uh, pretty much body of work. (laughs) So uh, to see it in wrestling, he he feels is pretty awesome. So he was laughing his ass off in the entire video. And he didn't know that Ali had those kinds of comedic chops. And he asked, where has it been the entire time? Well, to answer that, uh, he never really got an opportunity to be to be funny. You know, uh, what did you think of this uh, little goofy parody? No, I loved it. I loved how
0: he was able to make fun of himself. Uh, to laugh at the things that he was asked to do despite not really enjoying them. He even made fun of the hacker being <laughs> such a poor story vehicle, story device for this whole, uh, stable. Then he also called out the forgotten retribution members in Reckoning and, um, see si Mercedes Martinez, whatever her name was. Yeah. Supposed yeah, to yeah. Be. So then the it was it. I find that the ability to laugh at yourself or laugh at the things you've done is is something that people aren't able to do as often now. So when somebody like Mustafa Ali, who seemingly takes himself seriously, is able to do something like this it, it's pretty funny to me and I enjoy the hell
1: out of, of what Hit Wonders turned into parodies <laughs> I thought it was funny I, th- I thought what made it funnier was yung fact <laughs> na Ali like he was really bad he was a bad singer but uh, the thing is I wish these things were on TV say uh, Ali posts this stuff on his Instagram and they're like less than a minute long this one was like less than two minutes I don't think Uh, It would have taken up too much time if they were posted on Raw. Because the only way you would know about this is if you actually followed Ali. And not every Raw watcher or SmackDown watcher would be following Ali because he's not that popular of a wrestler on the roster just yet. So, these things are like character work and they go a long way. You said Ali is making fun of himself. He's even making fun of himself with the whole toxic positivity thing. I wish that a global audience could see them more. In other mind, anything? Yeah, else you yeah fu- sorry, good.
0: Yeah, sorry. It's funny that you said that, and it needs to be on TV because this is also exactly what Mustafa Ali did during his retribution run. Yeah, but he also told stories on social media because he wasn't given the time to tell them on TV. So sayang din talaga they're they're not able to utilize a talent like mustafa ali properly but props to him for using the tools that he has to tell the stories that he wants to tell
1: yeah uh emil asks where has the talent been the entire time it was there it's just that yeah he didn't get those opportunities to show it on tv instead he has to show them on on social media which is kind of sad yeah All right. um, If there's nothing else, let's take a quick break before we head to our last three picks of the week. And it's here from our fellow podcast on Podcast Network Asia. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, It's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. All right, coming back now with our Picks of the Week episode for the week, it's still Ro and Chino joining you here talking about everyone's picks. Let's move on to our next pick from Stan. This is from NXT, last week's episode. It is the qualifying match for the uh, five-woman ladder match for the NXT Women's Championship. Ivy Nile versus Lyra Valkyria. He says that he really enjoyed how crisp this match was, how crisp the counters, the counter-wrestlings were, the counter-wrestling was, rather. It reminded him of when Chad Gable would get to flex his technical abilities in a match, which he did like a couple of weeks ago on on Raw. Uh, It was a great showcase for both women. And while Stan understands that Lyra Valkyria was a no-brainer pick to advance to the title match, he also thinks uh, Ivy Nile was ready to take that next step. And if anything, he's wondering when that next step will happen because Ivy Nile is super ready. What did you think of this, Gina? No, I really
0: liked the match as well. It was quite surprising to see Ivy Nile step up into the level of Lyra Valkyria because Ivy Nile isn't did they discount your know, athletic chops, yeah. But she isn't a an indie wrestler. So something like technical wrestling for me, I feel like isn't as easy to learn. You know, but siguro you know, that super athletic. She was able to keep up, the right? She was she didn't look lost during the match. And Lyra Valgir, who's very active in, in the ring, uh, was is somebody that's pretty hard to keep up with. Right? So good job. Just kay Ivy now for being able to do that. She isn't a slouch. Tama stand they need to give her a push. But I feel like because she's been saddled by the weight of Diamond Mine and being one of the OGs of Diamond Mine and having to, you know, be the only female there, it's kind of hard for her to be able to get out of that shadow. So an
1: opportunity, it's a way. Uh, from Diamond Mine. I don't even think Diamond Mine is a thing anymore. It's like Because it's Julius and Brutus Creed on their own. was Ivy and uh Paxley. Don't League. they
0: do like segments together? they Tatlo
1: Paxton I haven't seen it in a while. Parang it's right. like they're low-key agree- Parang They're together but it's like they're right. low-key agreeing to go their right. separate okay. ways. Because they don't have like a leader figure anymore. The uh, Strong still out. So th- there's There's that nuance, I think. Uh, For me naman, I thought this was really good. Um, You kind of forget how good Lyra Valkyria is, especially um, since NXT UK has been gone for quite a while. She's really, really good. And if they have a good story for her, she could be like the next big thing in the women's division, which she was really hired for in NXT UK. I agree with Stan that Ivy Nile was also ready to take that next step. She's been doing some good stuff. Uh, with a bunch of more experienced women's wrestlers, and uh I feel like they should reward her already and you know, make her take that next step. So I think it's a matter of when and not if. It's just that the women's division is so packed right now. It's kind of deep, I think. And um, there are so many other great women that are holding that division up at the moment, yeah, uh, anything else you need to, you want to add to this, Gina? No, I agree with all, everything you said. See, I like I said, she was part of that
0: NXT 2.0 class, yeah, of of prospects that they brought in, and unfortunately, that NXT 2.0 class has kind of stepped aside for this NXT 3.0 class that they also brought in. So, parang. So na, na, nahihirapan, na, nahihirapan prioritize what prioritize in the NXT world. So I know there are, there are a lot of great talents still left in the 2.0 class. You got your Ivy Niles. You got the current NXT Women's Tag Team Champions there. The current the former NXT Women's Tag Team Champions are still there also. So sana, you're going to mix. They're able to um,
1: utilize all the talents that they have uh, properly. Agree, agree. It's only a matter of, you know, time management, which I think they do well. They they do a lot of short matches on NXT. But uh you can't really push everyone to the moon. All right. Uh speaking of NXT, let's move on to a pseudo NXT. My pick of the week is from last week's main event. So I'm picking another main event match for the second week in a row. It is Shelton Benjamin versus Charlie Dempsey. And they've been doing this thing. If you, if you don't already know, I say it's hard to really keep track of main event nowadays because it's not like the biggest show or the most important show on the weekly slate of WWE programming. But they've been doing these, um, test matches for NXT guys and girls in which, um, they test them out for the big audience and see how well they hang in, in a main roster, pseudo main roster setting. Last week they did that with our, Southeast fellow Southeast Asian Dante Chen, and this week they did it with um, William Regal Jr. Uh, Charlie Dempsey. So this time he wrestled uh, Shelton Benjamin. I think it's their second match on main event. And usually, you can say you see Charlie Dempsey wrestle NXT rookies. So they don't always get the they don't always get to have the match that Charlie Dempsey is able to have. And this time with Shelton Benjamin, they had a really really good match that showed that. Charlie Dempsey does not move like a rookie. He is super talented. He's super experienced. He moves like a veteran. I think it helps that his father is William Regal, the William Regal. And I think that out of all the guys that they put on main event from NXT, he is the most main roster ready. And if you plugged him on SmackDown this week, he wouldn't look out of place. What did you think of this, Gina?
0: I agree with everything you said. He is main roster ready. All of that, yes. Plus the fact that he fills a very lacking gap in the main roster. Because well, that's just technical wrestlers. They don't have people who can do the stretch and pull kind of stuff. you know. So it's interesting because his dad, William Regal, was able to find a niche from him, for himself during the Attitude Era and early 2000s when he was active with the WWE. He was able to find work the characters that he was given while still wrestling his own style. So, I definitely am eager to see a call up of our Charlie Dempsey.
1: Yeah. Ilana, you mentioned that there's no one who really does that technical style. Maybe there are some people who do, but they're not asked to do it because, say, it's yeah. on Raw, SmackDown. You don't always get the time to do it. Like, even Chad Gable, he is pretty technical, but he's not that kind of technical. He's more amateur yeah. wrestling technical. And he only. Eh, he even only gets to do it like every once in a while because like not everyone gets to be able to do it with him. So if you put Charlie Dempsey on Raw tomorrow or Smackdown later this week, done. And these matches on main event, even though they're really short, this one didn't go more than eight minutes, but it's really, really good. And that's how you can see that you don't have to go 15 minutes or 20 minutes to have a good match. All you got to do is work what you need to work and the rest will follow, even if it's like five or six minutes. Yeah. Right. Let's move on to our final pick of the week. Chila, take us through your pick of the week.
0: So my pick goes back to social media, this time on at WWE NXT's account. Uh, It goes out to, uh, it's a, it's a snippet, a video uh, of one Andre Chase uh, celebrating his 16th year in the industry by competing for the NXT heavyweight championship. So it's it's a lot of things for me. Number one, because I actually know who Andre Chase was before he entered NXT. Like he was one of the indie people I used to watch. He was uh wrestled under the name of Harlem Bravado, yep. and he was one of the rarities that I expected to see as part of this new NXT 2.0 class. He was so seasoned in the indies that I didn't expect him to make the cut, but when 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 he did. It was also very surprising that he was able to impart a certain knowledge to all the younger acts he had to compete with while also being able to you know, work a character out in Andre Chase. He made Andre Chase his own and he turned it into a university and it, it just allows people to be captivated by his unique charisma. You know, he's able to utilize his and to utilize his strengths. And plus, personally, as somebody who can also relate to somebody being too old for something or working long, working hard and long for something, I can totally relate with the 16-year dream that Andre Chase had to chase,
1: pun intended. <laughs> I also knew uh, Andre Chase as Harlem Bravado, but I didn't know he was Harlem Bravado until someone pointed it out to me. I was watching him's ROH days uh, as part of the Bravado Brothers with his real-life brother Lance, who is apparently now a politician. (laughs) I didn't know what happened to him since uh, I stopped watching ROH in the early 2010s. I didn't know that they broke up the tag team because Lance uh, retired from wrestling. So it was pretty weird to me that um, he ended up being a single star and then it was pretty awesome then to find out that the gimmick that I didn't really have a high hope for in the Andre Chase and Chase University stuff, it got over organically and um, he is living his dream out of being, uh, I wouldn't say a top, top single star, but a respected single star and a respected veteran in the ring. It is his 16th uh, anniversary of his wrestling career and it was pretty awesome for him to get a Uh, a top championship shot against someone like Braun Breaker.
0: Yeah, definitely, because, you know, Andre Chase uh, ended up being the good hand that NXT needed during the early days of 2.0. They needed a steady hand in the mid-card scene to sort of work things out, to have people go over, you know, or people that needed to be part of a stable. Like see Duke Hudson, like see the former uh, blonde haired kid who got released Like see Tia So he was able to uh, put together these ragtag bunch of individuals and actually tell unique cohesive stories The story that he's in right now with uh, with Joe Gacy and company uh, is also something that's very unique And it can only work if the guy telling the story actually has the chops to do so
1: yeah, I'm also happy that he gets WWE money. That, that's the dream for many oh, of definitely, us. Yeah. yeah, Get the WWE money. Alright, uh, that is it for our Picks of the Week for this week. Uh, that is from um, March 13 to March 19, which was yesterday, uh, Sunday. Alright, let us know what your Picks of the Week are by putting them down in the comments of this post. Uh, I know that you guys love to put in your Picks of the Week. We can't read them now, but we can. You can always share it with us, right? So that concludes our uh, audio-only episode for this week. Please join us for our Thursday live stream later this week. We will be predicting WrestleMania both nights and Shemprey NXT Stand and Deliver. We got a lot to predict. I believe we'll be having a special guest, one of our partners for the WrestleMania watch party from Geek Talk PH. I'm sure you already know him. But uh, we won't promote until he is 100% uh, confirmed for the show. So we'll see you then. And uh, you can follow us on Twitter. At Roesvar. At Chino Supersize for Chino. At underscore Stan C for Stan. At EML underscore Meister for Emil A.S.H. And at Monday Night Rowan. That's N-I-T-E for Rowan A.S.H. And at Wrestling 2X Pod for the podcast itself. See you then. And as always... Stay safe, uh, be good, don't be a dick, and uh, let's get ready for WrestleMania season. Peace!